Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today, I am drinking an iced vanilla chai latte, and it is so freaking good. Like, too good. That's too good for words. Let me know what you're drinking or doing in the comment section. If you're over here on YouTube, and if you're not, and you're just listening to the podcast today, then, or even if you just don't feel like commenting, do whatever you're doing safely, sip safely. I hope you're enjoying the climb into the summer solstice. The sun's actually setting where I am right now as we move into one of the last few days where the days are getting longer. Summer solstice marks the longest day in the Northern hemisphere, the peak of summer, the beginning of summer really. And then we climb back into the winter solstice. And one of my biggest goals with moving out into the forest, moving out into nature, moving out to where I live now and away from the city and away from like busy living and to embrace that more softer, slower living was to be more in tune with nature. One, I just feel like sometimes I can get very overwhelmed by the vastness of life and I feel like the more I understand or open my awareness to in terms of life and in terms of human beings, human nature at large and like the way that our society runs, I don't know where to move next. I don't know how to best utilize my time, my energy and my focus. And so part of that, part of moving out here and one of my really high value priorities is learning how to move with the seasons, learning how to be more in tune with the seasons, learning how to be more in tune with nature. We call her mother earth, right? Like it, it does feel like a good symbolic guide for me in terms of when life gets chaotic or it feels overwhelming or sometimes it's easy to kind of get lost in, in the weeds of life. And when I come back to nature and I simplify, just like live in tune with nature, that to me feels right. It feels right to my intuition. And so doing so means that I also really like to use the symbolism behind the different solstice, solstices and equinoxes. So there's the spring equinox and autumn equinox, and then there's the winter solstice and the summer solstice. And here in the Northern hemisphere, we are moving into the summer solstice. So today I'm gonna to talk about what that symbolism means, at least to myself, and talk a lot about the energy around it, give some journal prompts that you can take and go do a journal session with if you would like to check in and honor yourself or really harness in the symbolism behind the summer solstice. And again, just so that it's known, I this is only my interpretation. So there's probably lots that I haven't thought of, lots of perspectives I can't see from my only two eyes and one third eye. So please let me know your interpretations of things like the summer solstice. Or if you're in the Southern hemisphere of the world, let me know. Are you guys heading into the winter solstice? Or I know from talking to a couple members that live in different parts of the world that there's different cultural celebrations around this time. So I'd really love to hear what you guys are getting up to, what you guys are getting into, and what feels like it's symbolic to you at this point in time on the planet in today's day and age. So like maybe as you're coming into the summer solstice, you want clarity. Maybe as you come into the summer solstice, you want more joy or more happiness in your life. Or maybe as you come into the sol summer solstice, you're looking for energy or you're looking for direction or you're looking for perseverance to overcome the challenges as you do hit that peak in the middle of the year, or the middle of your journey from the winter solstice to the next one. So there's lots of different intentions you can have, but I feel like setting some sense of like, my intention as I come into this peak of the year, as I come into this peak of the seasons is blank. So you can fill that in however you like. I feel like as I come into the summer solstice, I'm really looking for a balance of energy. It's not necessarily that I want more energy, but more so that I'm, I'm 
I'm doing lots right now. I've got lots going on right now and it feels good. It feels fulfilling, but I definitely want to just keep making these little minor adjustments so that I balance it better and so that I don't lose myself in the process. Like I think even as I head into the summer solstice, I've been really leaning back into my more soft energy, my more feminine energy, which has nothing to do with gender. It's just more so like leaning back into more receiving, more rest, and, and I'm feeling that calling. And so I have to answer that calling. And to me, it's interesting that that calling is coming to me during like the peak opposite externally in, in my environment with it being the summer solstice. So I do really want to honor that. I do want to rest more. So the first symbolism that we can move into talking about or journaling about is this idea of light. Winter versus summer. The biggest difference is how much sunlight we have, how much sun time we have, how much daylight time we have versus how much nighttime we have, how much more lunar time we have, right? So what areas of your life feel very lit up right now? It's almost like if there was a spotlight on your life right now, what immediately pops into your head? What has been the main focus for you lately? It could be more internal. Like what area of yourself do you feel like the spotlight is on? Where do you feel like you are on a journey this year that you might not have even intended to embark on. Like if you're going from a more internal place with these types of prompts, or you can do both externally and internally. But if you're looking from a soul growth perspective, it's like, what part of yourself do you feel like you've been really either challenged with this year or utilizing or learning about or growing or, or focusing on, or, or just like, I don't want to use the word fixing because it's not that we necessarily have anything within us we need to fix, but more so like, what are we overcoming? What are we evolving? And if you're looking more externally, then you could think like, where is a lot of your time and energy and focus? And like, what is the big thing in your life right now that you feel like is either worth putting all your time, focus and energy on, or you already are putting all your time, focus and energy on because it is the journey of this solar spin. I know that it can be hard because like I just said, I have a lot going on myself, but it's best to try and only focus on one, maybe two things because we can overwhelm ourselves when we have too much going on at once. And that can also be, again, part of the distraction that pulls us away from that more intuitive living, that softer living, that ability to really be in your being. Because when you have too much going on, you get far off in the doing. We could talk about this at lengths. Like, I don't know what I believe and what I don't believe. I'm open to a lot of interpretations, but sometimes it seems like the collective, all of us get somehow energetically affected in the same ways. And so that I find to be super interesting. I don't have an answer for it, but even when you think about things like the summer solstice and the people I've been talking to lately, both online and offline, it seems like everybody's feeling really peaked right now in terms of like, it can be peaked excitement, but sometimes excitement, the other side of the pancake of excitement can feel like anxiety. And it's just like, what feels like it's like overwhelming you? Where is the light shining on? What is your focus lately? Again, you can use this as a prompt if you'd like to, but just something to pitch towards you as something to even think about is what areas of your life feel really warm and feel really bright? And I think that this is a really good question to ask ourselves during this time as well, because this is the peak of the year if you are in the Northern Hemisphere. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere and it is the winter solstice, it's still a different type of peak. Either way, asking yourself what feels warm, what feels bright, what feels illuminated, what feels good. That to me gives me, in my mind, I see like golden warm energy, like golden hours sunlight. It's like a warm hug on your skin. And it's a thing that makes you feel that on the inside. Those are the things that 
are worth just taking a second and thinking about them or writing them down or feeling grateful or if they are people or, or things that you can honor in some way, I feel like it is totally worth doing that at this time because with it being, or if you are feeling like it's the peak of the year, things are intense, things are kind of like, you know, coming to a, a peak. I know I'm gonna say peak a lot. Take Don't take a sip of your coffee every time I do because you will be hella caffeinated, but to also almost antidote that question, almost antidote the overwhelm a little bit or the peak energy a little bit with like, what is also making you feel warm, bright and energized in a very calm and grateful way. Reground ourselves into the things that are really important right now or reground ourselves into the, the fact that like, yes, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to be doing. There's a lot to be evolving and growing. There's always gonna be that, okay? Our whole lives, that'll always be there whether you take the opportunity to evolve and grow on it or you don't. But either way, there's still also always things that are grounding us, always things that are, are giving back to us in some way or are making us feel or have the open invitation to make us feel warm and bright and energized and calm and like home in a way. Think about that question, like not just what parts of your life are being spotlit right now, but also what parts of your life are feeling like warm golden hour sunlight in your life right now. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. And then a final prompt under the notion of light is, is there anything in your life right now that you feel like you want to bring into the light? Is there any project, any focus, any question, or anything you've even just been thinking about in the back of your mind that you want to bring into focus a little bit? If you do already have a lot going on, feel free to skip this prompt because again, it comes back to like, I don't know, I'll pitch this to you. Do you want to be in your doing or in your being? I prefer to be in my being, but it's hard to be in my being when there's too much to do. So I feel like having too many things to focus on at once pulls me out of my being. Hence why like, yes, okay, there might be some things that I would like to pull into focus. There might be some things that I feel like are getting a little bit neglected. However, if I want to pull it into focus and I need to be very crystal clear about what's already being focused on, and I have to trade. It's almost like when your closet is full. If I wanna buy a new piece for my closet, I'm not allowed to buy new hangers. I have to get rid of something in my closet to replace it with something new. So like, you can only focus on so much at once. You only have so much energy in a day. And the 
the big focus right now is to not burn yourself out. You gotta reprioritize what's the most important. The actual root of the word priority meant one singular thing. So I always say priorities and I am, I am terrible for giving you this advice because I definitely do not take it myself. But try to make your focus simple and singular. And if it can't be, then you gotta break it down a couple times. Like don't go more than three. That's always a good rule of thumb. Three focuses, three priorities. Winter solstice to winter solstice with a summer solstice in between. Let's pretend that's a marathon. You've made it halfway and it feels good, but you still have halfway to go. So I think back to like when I used to run a lot, it was always the first part of my run was the hardest in terms of gaining momentum. Halfway through was always like, oh gosh, I still have to go the whole way home now. What is your driving motivation right now? What is moving you forward? And I, I feel like it's really beneficial to look at this question from a place of, again, that receiving energy. And it's not necessarily that you need to sit back and allow life to happen because we do need to, we need to be active in our lives, right? It's finding that balance. You don't want to lean too far forward, but you don't want to also like slump in your life. You want to be somewhere in the middle. You want to have a tight core, an open heart, a lifted chin, like you're moving through your life, but you're not rushing forward. Perseverance or the energy that allows us that like gentle guidance, that gentle flow of energy that's like ushering us forward. We want to be aware of what is allowing us that motivation, that energy, that drive to keep going and not to rush, but just to keep going. Cause we're halfway there and things can feel really intense right now. Maybe your legs hurt metaphorically or <laughs> like maybe, you know, you, you're feeling like, wow, like things are really intense right now, but what is it that's going to allow you to persevere? What is it that you're looking for like let's say let's go to the autumn equinox if we think about fall harvest what are you looking to harvest from all of the things you have going on in your life right now allow yourself to hold on to that as that perseverance to keep going because this can be like the thick of it you know we're right in the middle we're right in the crunch time what is pushing you forward? What is that perseverance? And if it can be that gentle flow of energy. I feel like we need to come back to another separate talk about manifestation because it's been a while since we've talked about it and I, I have new thoughts on it. And I feel like it's been coined a little bit and like reworked a little bit because it's become like trend, excuse me, it's become like trendy to talk about manifestation, right? I don't mean manifestation in like a trendy way as I say this, but just more so when you sit with yourself and you honor and you ask yourself like what would a harvest look like to you what would all of this mean to you if it if this is what came to be right like if you think about autumn time and i'm using that as an example you can interchange it with anything and you think about the best case scenario what does that look like what does that feel like and does it feel like the truth like does it feel like something that you know or something you're trying to know and i ask you this because not that trying to know means that it's not meant to be yours. I don't know actually, because I'm not in your shoes. That's only something you and yourself are gonna know deep within your gut. But when you think about autumn harvest, or you think about whatever it is you're doing in your life, what you're working towards, what you see for yourself, if you can't feel it as the truth, like you know that that's what it is, that's that energy you're looking for that's gonna usher you forward without too much of your own, like without exerting yourself pretty much or burning yourself out. But if you feel like when you think about what you want, it doesn't feel like truth or it doesn't feel like it's yours or you don't feel worthy enough, those a lot of the times can be blocks. And again, this is where we wanna come back to perseverance. Like how do we persevere through those blocks? 
how do we use that obstacle of like, wow, something internally within me is telling me I'm not allowed to have this or I'm not worthy. Like I'm not allowed to have that abundance. And that's really what autumn is all about. The autumn equinox, like abundance. So like what's blocking you from abundance or is it something that you do know deep, deep, deep within yourself that it's actually not what you want. And maybe there's something else like what truth makes sense to you and what are you working so hard towards? Because when you get deep into those feelings, when you get deep into the, and yes, you can write these things down, but really sit and think about it. Close your eyes and picture it. Try to feel it in your body because once you've done that, that is the key. That's the key to bringing something that you want or bringing something that you see or feel for yourself on the inside and bringing it into fruition on the outside. Because once you've created the feeling, the sense within your body, your body knows. And so your body is going to start pulling it out into your external. It's so hard to like, even the way I'm saying this might not make sense, but that is the key to perseverance. When you sit and you feel it and you think about it and you know it to be true and you can rest in the knowing that you're getting there, you're working towards that. That's that energy that's going to gently guide you forward. That's going to give you energy that you don't even know you have. That's like locked deep in your solar plexus. It's deep inside yourself. It's like an excitement energy. It's like a you're, you're in your truth. You're in your alignment. And so energy flows. And so that's the kind of energy we want to get towards when we think about perseverance and the peak of the journey. The fall abundance is all about the harvest. You're planting plants are, are giving back to you. But the abundance and the growth that comes from summer, if we think about it in terms of nature, in terms of plants, is like the trees are in full bloom. Like their leaves are full. Everything is lush. Everything is green. And so when you think about that type of growth and abundance, when you think about winter time, the winter solstice, which would have been December 21st, 2022 till now, what areas of your life are really lush, really, really growing. And you haven't, you're not there. You're not at the harvest time yet, but you're like, wow, this is really, really working. You're like, wow, this thing started in winter. And now here I am in summer. And I can see by looking back in hindsight, like the growth so far, and I can see where the abundance is leading me. And again, too, I think it's worth holding space for as hard as it can be sometimes the things that we planted, or maybe the things that withered away during this time from winter to now, that can be really hard to reflect on that like the things that we've lost along the way maybe the hardships we've gone through a lot along the way even though those things will always be part of our growth you're allowed to also grieve what didn't make it with you into the summer you're allowed to grieve what what was lost along the way as well and then last but not least i feel like it's worth taking this time to set intentions for the second half of the year while revisiting the intentions you set at the beginning. What is your intention moving forward now that you have a different perspective, right? Like where you're standing at today is different than where you were standing at on December 21st of last year. Even the things that we may have set as new year goals, which is why the new year's is like, it's like not dumb. I'm not gonna say it's stupid or dumb, but it's just like, we can only work with what we know, right? And then as we go about life and we learn and we live, things reshape themselves and we have to adapt and change. I say that as a Pisces though, so you can let that go if you need to. I like, I'm all about adaptation and just like working with the flow of life. However, your perspective today is very, very different. And so when you think about the second half of the year, knowing as well that you're gonna have a totally different perspective come December 21st, 2023, even so, what is your intention as you move forward into the second half of the year? What does that journey look like for you? Do you want to just like relax and cruise control the rest of the year? Is there something you really need to like power out for the rest of the year? Um, is there something in between there? Like, again, it's tough because for everybody, all of our answers will be so vastly different, but 
revisiting the idea of intention setting, especially over goal setting, because goals are great. Yes, set your goals, set your timelines, set your deadlines. But I think, again, it comes back to intention. Like, what are you doing it for? What is the meaning behind it? What is your intention with doing this thing? And knowing that as you go into the second half of the year will change the way you move towards those goals or whether or not you actually complete that deadline or that timeline because you'll know why you're doing it or why you have to work so hard or why you're making sacrifices to do that thing. So intention setting for the second half of the year. And again, prioritize, meaning try and make it one, but if you have to, settle for three. All right quick sip break and then let's, let's tie this all together. So coming back to the symbolism behind the summer solstice and it being polar opposite to the winter solstice, it is all about the balance of light and darkness. It's all about the balance of summer and winter, dualities really of seasons and how symbolic that is and how many areas of life that we could literally tie certain things to that fit that symbolism. And it's not necessarily about, oh, it's the summer solstice, so I have to be focusing on more solar energy, more doing energy, more active energy, because you and yourself are a balance of both. Everything in itself is a balance of both. We can only know the summer solstice because there is a winter. And that, again, doesn't even matter if you live somewhere that doesn't have those seasons. It's all about the light. It's all about how the length of the day. It's all about the shift of energy, the shift in the weather, right? And we are a part of nature. We are a big part in that delicate dance because we exist here, because we live on the planet. And so it's not necessarily about driving all your focus into solar power, solar energy, peak energy, or whatever it is. A lot of the things we talked about today, it's really about striking that balance for yourself. I already mentioned for me that I'm feeling very drawn and called to my softer energy, my more receiving energy, my more feminine energy. And that is interesting to me coming into the summer solstice because I usually around this time feel the opposite. Normally I'm like ready to go hard and I'm feeling the call. I'm hearing the call that I need to take better care of like my, my rest. I need to take better care of even just like my body. Like you don't even want to know how badly I need to go soak my feet and like repaint my, my toenails. Like that's a weird thing to say on a podcast, but like it's very... I'm, I see it, I feel it, I hear the call and I'm gonna honor it. And it's just finding that balance for yourself. Maybe you are feeling really, really energetic right now and you're full of energy and you're full of ideas and you're full of readiness and willingness and you're already going, you're already doing it and you just wanna keep going, that's great. But maybe you're feeling like you have done a lot already this year that you've pushed or planted or you've done so much, you poured yourself into something and now you're ready to sit back and coast a little bit. Like it's what it's gonna mean to you. And just because there is some sense of like external symbolism behind these things that we love, I love, I'm saying we, I'm projecting, I love to harness and I love to use as inspiration for my life while trying to live more in tune with the seasons, while trying to live more in tune with nature itself. At the same time, like you yourself are a part of nature and you play a part in that whole cyclical existence. So what it looks like for you, that balance for you could be totally different. Maybe you're playing your part on the planet and you're the person that's fully driving the energy forward, or maybe you're playing your part on the planet and you're the person that needs a time or a year or half a year to rest. And it's just like, you have to honor where you're at and you have to figure out where that balance is for you. Because if there's anything that I've learned in my short 
slash long 29 years of life, it's that burnout is definitely not worth it. Driving too hard, too fast, too much focus, too much going on, doing too much, that your body can't handle it. And so it can be exhilarating to really ride the high of, I, I feel it myself, like especially I've been going for walks outside and I remember in the winter just like waiting, fiending the day that I would be able to do that every day. Just being out in the sun and like going at it first thing in the morning, getting ready, like just so happy, like high energy, lots going on. It feels good, it feels great, but I'm also, I'm very, very aware of where that burnout line is for me and I'm again like hearing my own call that it's okay to relax a little bit. It's okay to breathe a little bit. Even with these like rituals and such with things like the summer solstice, like you don't need to do a 10 step routine. You could literally sit, just listen to this podcast and there you go. That was your ritual for the summer solstice. Or like sit with these questions, journal on these questions. Maybe you don't do any of that. Maybe you just go sit in a hammock and read your favorite book or do whatever you feel like is calling to you, but definitely honor wherever you feel like you're hearing the call for balance in whatever direction that call is coming from like whether it's more restful energy or more get up and go energy whether it's more i things are going to figure themselves out or i need to figure this out so there's only so much i can say that i hope people can walk away with without like having someone here individually to be like this is what i would do in your situation which is just like i'm hearing that call as well i would love to do this type of stuff in person and really give more personalized advice that even anyone listening to would relate to, you know, because I, you can only relate so much to one person. I really need to get more people on here to like share their stories and ask them questions and like pull things out of them for those that are willing to do so. But regardless, I do hope that you got something out of today's chat and that whatever you're doing for the summer solstice, you're just feeling good. You're feeling balanced. You're honoring whatever, whatever your intuition is saying to you is what you need right now or what you should do or be right now. I'm wishing you all a beautiful, bright, sunny, warm summer solstice. And I will talk to all of you guys in our next Coffee Talk podcast episode. Bye guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.